0: Welcome to the Disciples' Dialogue, where believers celebrate their commonalities, share their testimonies, and edify the body of Christ. Each episode contains healthy conversations between Brother Till and a guest speaker. Thanks for joining the Disciples' Dialogue.
1: Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome back to the Disciples' Dialogue. Thank you for joining us again uh, as you can see in the title, I have back with me again, brother Randy Hall, all the way out of South Carolina. How are you doing, brother Hall?
0: I'm doing well. We're, we're doing great in South Carolina right now.
1: Praise God. We are so excited to have you back. I know, uh, for anyone who I've had some people asking me, where in the world is brother Randy Hall at? Y'all <laughs> promised us uh, part two and it's been forever. Um, so our apologies, but we we've tried this a couple of th- uh, a couple of times, and I feel like the devil's just trying to do everything he can do to keep this uh, keep our mouths <laughs> silent. Uh, but praise God, we're back again, and we're going to get this thing done one way Amen. or another. Amen. So we welcome you all to listening. Uh, we are wrapping up. Uh, well, we're going to try to get through as much as we can tonight in talking about the signs of thy coming. We are looking into the gospel account of Matthew, the twenty fourth chapter. I believe the last time, Brother Hall, we got through about eight verses in an hour and fourteen minutes, so we did pretty good.
0: Yeah, not too bad.
1: <laughs> so, who you know, who knows? I'm not. I'm not on a, right. a strict schedule. We'll just uh, follow the Holy Ghost. And I love conversation, man. I love talking about the things of God, and uh, especially His return. I'm looking forward to it. What about you?
0: Oh man, you, you know, each day it seems like the, the way things are going in, in this world. is more and more. Just I, I think of the, the uh, revelation. Even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So we are excited uh, about the things of God. We are excited, um, and and I'm, you know, to some people that's a that's a crazy concept to be excited about the Lord coming back and the rapture of the church. Um, that's a it's uh, very distant from their mind. But if you're ready, then you're ready, right? There's nothing to fear. Right. If you've been uh, born again of water and of spirit, if you've been obedient to the, to the gospel, um, and feel with his Holy ghost, then, then there's nothing to fear. Hey man, I'm, I'm looking forward to the future.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, it's nothing to be afraid of, you know, uh, even in, in what we're talking about with, uh, the times and the things that, that we're facing and, and, uh, that we're going to face, there's still nothing to be afraid of because is anything too hard for God?
1: That's right. That's right. So we're going to jump right into this, and we're going to kind of pick up. Um, I want to recap just briefly, very briefly, uh, with the whole uh, idea behind these sessions on the signs of that coming really stems from the question in verse number 3 uh, when his disciples looked at him, Jesus, and said, Tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world. So we're obviously you nor I or any other man can say exactly what day, what time. Uh, We can't mark it down to a day or a time. Uh, The scripture says no man knoweth the day or the hour, but we can look at the signs of his coming and we can know that we're, we've got to be close. Right. And so that's what we're attempting to do. We don't have any new revelation or anything that, you know, Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun. So our job here tonight is just to, uh, to look at the evidence and see just how close we, we very well may be to the Lord coming back for his bride. Amen. So uh, in, in talking about that, um, for the hall, I'm going to read two scriptures, then I'm going to pass this to you and and, and we'll get started. Uh, verses 9 and 10. Now, last time we talked about, um, you know, Jesus's response to this. He said, you know, wars, rumors of wars, pestilences, earthquakes, famines, all those things. We talked about that already. So we're moving on. Verse 9 and 10 says, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and, shall, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. So, Brother Hall, when we're looking at the signs of his coming, and you look at the state of the world today, where are we at?
0: Well, I I really believe that we are absolutely living in the time of verse 9 and 10. Because, you know, in a lot of times... We can feel as if we don't. This scripture is not uh, being fulfilled as of yet because we're not seeing people in the United States dragged out and beheaded in the streets, or killed in the streets, or beaten up over their faith. But in a sense, they are. If you stop and look at it, even in the states. But let's just talk about the delivery up to be, you know, to be afflicted. Um, and and I, I've got pulled up New King James Version. It's and it. Even says, then they will deliver you up to tribulations. Yeah. So, but when when you look at that and you look at what's happened in other countries, there there is uh, that's taking place. Mm -hmm. That's happening. Mm -hmm. There are Christians that it's been going on, being uh, killed. Uh, There was, I I, you know what? I'm not going to call the country. I'm sorry, I'm not going to call a country because I can't remember which one. Mm -hmm. But it was it just happened in the last few weeks where uh, there was missionaries and what have you had to get out of the country. Their lives were threatened. Wow. And I mean, if that's not, you know, and kill you, deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. Right. uh, And you will be hated by all nations Mm -hmm. for my name's sake. And if that's not happening, we can't see that happening in other countries. You know, and, and say that's got to be a fulfillment of the scripture. I, then I don't know what is. And then, okay, well it's not happening in the United States, but it is. Mm-hmm. No, they're not killing Christians yet. But Christians are are becoming the most hated group. You know, even in the United States, if you if you just look at what's happening, I mean there you know, you take some of the latest things that's happened just in this year alone. Yeah. You know. Oh. Uh, let's take some of the stuff that happened after the Supreme Court, and, and I know we're not getting into politics, but it, it it you see what's happening when you look at politics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When they overturned Roe versus Wade, look at the things that was ha- that happened after that. Look at the things that was said and the demonstrations that was done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, um, you know they look at the Catholic Church as the the representation of Christianity, right? You know, yeah. it's is and if you think about it, the church, there was Catholic churches that were attacked.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I, I haven't heard of any Apostolic churches yet being attacked and burned down, or set a fire, or you know destroyed as that was. But you—you you got to understand the—you consider the mindset of of the world. They when they think church, for some reason, they automatically think Catholic church,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even though you know the Catholic church we. You know, to our good Catholic brothers and sisters, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be offensive, but they don't they, they veered away from the truth. Mm-hmm. They veered away from, you know, what the first pope, the first pope of the Catholic Church was Peter, right? right. They they claim Peter is to be the first pope, right? But they don't follow what Peter said, in right? Acts chapter two. So anyway, that is the, the I guess you could the way I see it or the way I understand it or, or I guess until God gives me further revelation in the way I'm looking at it, is that is a symbol of the church in the world's eyes. Mm -hmm. And they're attacking that even in the United States. So uh, when, you know, then they will deliver you up to tribulation, the kill you and you'll be hated Mm -hmm. and many will be offended. Oh my Lord. You can pray to any other false God. You can call on Allah. You can call on Buddha. You can call on whatever else you can. Probably build a statue and bow down and worship it, and nobody will say nothing. But the minute you start talking about
1: Jesus, yeah, something about that name.
0: You, you, yeah, what what group is that? Is it the AL? <laughs> I always say ALGC, but that's not a that's that's the Apostolic, uh church group. Um, ACLU. Mm -hmm. Is it the ACLU? It's one of those uh, that that go around and they look for places where there is a cross or there is something representing God, Mm -hmm. the one true living God, Jesus Christ. If anything is representing God, a cross, a Bible, a scripture, they go around and they attack. If it's in a public place, they go around and they they bring lawsuits to have all of that removed. I don't know how much more we've got to go before we, you know, it, it, I guess what I'm saying if 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 we're not seeing verse 9 and 10 being fulfilled as we speak now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: then I, I really don't, wow, I, I hate to see how much worse it's going to get.
1: Right, and so about number 10, uh, the word offended, uh, I studied this a while back, I've got notes written down in my Bible, This this word offended is scandalizo, which is where we get the word scandalous. Right? And so it literally means to entrap or to trip up or to entice to sin. So if, and, oh, and so wow. that's yeah so when it says then shall many be offended, they're going to be enticed to sin. They're going to be tripped up. And so it's the same old trick. it's the same old devil, just a, a different uh, approach. Uh, so his job has always been deception. You know, he started in the Garden of Eden with "Hath God said, you know, did he really mm-hmm. say that you couldn't do this? Uh, he's just, you know, he just knows that you're going to be like him. You're going to be made a God if you uh, do this. And so deception yeah. is his main ingredient. And so um, yeah. in these last days, in the days just prior to the Lord's return, you um, And I believe that it will be a a a physical return. I don't believe in. I do not subscribe to the way of thinking that it's a spiritual return uh, or anything like that. I believe that he's literally going to open up the sky and come back for his bride. Right. Just to be clear. Um, Oh yeah. But it says that we will be many will be offended, tripped up, enticed to sin, and shall betray one another and hate one another. Hatred. And there again, I think we, we alluded to this in the last conversation we had. None of these things are new, right? People have hated right. people for, for eons, right? As long as there's mm-hmm. been human history. I mean, Cain and Abel, great example. You know, first yeah. family, they hated each other and, and was jealous of one another and began killing one another. So right. this is nothing new. But what we're saying is the it's, it's more prevalent uh, hatred is so much more easy it seems now, uh, and people are so easily offended and and a lot of it is, I believe, due to um, the technology that we have, um, and and so people have platforms that they used to not be able to have, and so with the platform that you know anybody can have a social media account and get on Twitter, Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or whatever. And right. either calls a lot of followers or calls a lot of enemies. Um, but because of these platforms, uh, many, many thousand millions, millions, even billions of people are so offended. And, and that's really what, what is the basis for war in our, in, in our world, in our society today.
0: You know, I find it interesting that, that, uh, yeah, and everything you said is so true. and, but, you know, but I find it very interesting about the actual meaning of that word offended. Mm. And I've never looked it up and how you bring it out. And and then many will be caused to sin, yeah. tripped up. You know, that brings a whole new light to that scripture when you think about it. And, and this is what's so great about when saints get together and discuss and talk about the word of God. We all learn, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. That's right. And since everyone is listening to these podcasts, your podcast, others is talking about the word of God and getting it, it's iron sharpening iron. We all learn. And it's great. And so I just learned something new tonight, which brings a whole new light to things, explanation to the things going on even today Mm. where they, they make people or or, there's this a part of the spirit of deception that's in the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is this is, and I'm just going to, subtitle it a little bit here, a spirit of victimhood. Everybody has to be a victim about something. Yeah. And then if you call it out right, if you speak truth, well, now you're the bad person. Mm. All right? If you say, you know, they, they have these sad stories to try to make you feel sorry and feel like, well, this is okay. This person can't help because they're like this or whatever. And the minute you say, no, that's wrong. Well, now you're the bad person. So I see how where they cause they, they will cause many to get tripped up or cause them to sin yeah. by attacking their emotions or attacking, you know, uh, attacking the truth. Basically, yeah. Does that makes sense. What I'm Absolutely. trying to say.
1: Absolutely, and um, and to your point, you know, you said attacking their emotions, emotion. A lot of people think that emotion, you know, even Christians think that emotion is bad. We shouldn't be emotional, but God gave us emotion. We're, we're, right. we're his design. We're made in his image. And so I believe that God is emotional. He has emotion. He's been angry. He he loves, these yeah. are all emotions, right? And so the devil has a counterfeit for everything that is real. Mm-hmm. And so his counterfeit, uh, and his ploy is to attack the emotions of, That should be drawing us to God and keeping us in perfect relationship with God. But yet, so God has love. God is love. The Scriptures teaches us. But then the devil uses hatred and envy and strife and jealousy and all these things, which are all emotion, right? Mm -hmm. Love, joy, peace, all these things, the fruits of the spirit uh, are, are tied to, if not directly, emotions, Right, joy is an emotion, hatred is an emotion, um, and it leads to action. Right, both sides yeah. leads to action, and so the devil plays these games. I believe very well, and if we're, you know, the Bible says that we're not to be ignorant of the devil's devices, we shouldn't be, but many people are, and that's what this whole podcast is about. That's what the, the disciples' dialogue is about. It's about having conversation. Sharing this with the world and saying, "Look, you don't have to be ignorant. Uh, you may not, you know. And to be ignorant is just simply not to know. It's not that you're stupid; it's that you just right. don't know. And so, if we don't have a conversation about it and look to God's word, how can you know? You know, you've got the mm. the, the 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 guy riding in the chariot, and and he's reading the scriptures, and and yeah. and here God sends a man running after him, and and he says, "Hey, do you understand what you're reading? And I think it was Philip and, and the guy says, no, how can I understand? Lest a man explain it to me. Right. Right. So that's what we're doing here is trying to look at the scripture and then explain what God is trying to convey to the world. But you're exactly right. in that the devil will use emotion and things that were designed by God to attack God and his people.
0: Yeah. And too often we will follow the emotion rather than the word, you know, well, well, you know how many times have you heard this? Well, you know I just don't feel.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. That. Yeah.
0: You know I just don't. I just don't feel that. Uh, you know that that a loving God would. You know, fill in the blank.
1: Uh-huh. And, and
0: you know, and the thing is that that's following motion or or following the heart, right? And the heart is the seat of the emotion. That's what we consider to be the seat of the emotion. You know, we use. Uh, terminology or phrases like "I love you with all my heart" or, or you know, it broke my heart or what mm-hmm. have you. But the Bible tells us that the heart is divisively wicked.
1: <laughs> right. You
0: know, yeah. The heart is is it, it, so, it, you know, and God knows that heart, and so it's important for us not to just follow emotions,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: to like like what we're talking about right now, what you just said. Look to the Word of God, because well, I don't feel like. Thus so is wrong. And then I read in the Bible, thou shalt not. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I don't feel like, you know, I'm hungry and I don't have any money. I don't feel like it's wrong for me to walk in and, and steal a, a steak out of the grocery store and run out the back door or what have you. Mm-hmm. Well, the Bible says thou shalt not steal. So There you go. You know. <laughs>
1: right. So
0: we, we don't need to follow the emotion. We need to follow the word of God.
1: That's right. Yeah. So. And this this is going to prove to be beneficial in in progressing through these scriptures in the twenty fourth chapter of Matthew verse number eleven, and many false yeah. prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. So there we see deception again, prevalent. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, these are the you know, written and read. Jesus said these words recorded as saying these words that there's gonna be, yeah. be false prophets. A false prophet is, obviously, you know, someone who is speaking things that are not true, that are contrary to mm-hmm. the word of God. Uh, they might sound like truth. They might play to your emotion. But if we're not careful and we don't know the word of God properly, then that's how deception works. Decep- deception is something that's, you know, my my buddy, you know, brother uh, Blake, he, he says yeah. all the oh. time, uh, rat poison is 99% good food. Right, and and it is it's it's ninety nine percent good food. It's the one percent that'll kill you, and so the th- the same thing works with deception. If if the devil can come in and it might look like a prophet, but is it false prophecy, or is it right. the truth? Is it the word of God? So we've got to be able to distinguish between the truth and a lie, between what's what makes me feel good and what did God say.
0: Right. And that's where the word of God, knowing the word of God, reading, you know, uh, we talked about this in, the, in, in part one. Mm-hmm. You made this statement, you know, your pastor, my pastor, we know our pastors. We know they are men of God. Right. We know that they are following and they're teaching the word of God. Sure. But, you know, the way we know that is because we read the word of God for yeah. ourselves. Yeah. We, we study the word of God for ourselves. And, you know, uh, I think think you had said it, that, you know, they're they're men just like we are. That's right. so, or, you know, and and if they decide to turn and and follow something different, Mm -hmm. then it's time for us to not follow them any longer. Uh, But the only way we're going to know that is by knowing the Word of God ourselves. That's right. And and that's how we, the the spirit of deception, you know, uh, uh, man, it is so, so powerful right now. It's so Um, well I'm not going to say it's powerful it it is so well it is powerful because it it, it is deceiving a lot of people but it it is so just rampant and and I've never seen such things that are going on in our nation and in our nation Mm -hmm. uh, this this, the things they are doing to you know we talked about last time. things they are trying to do to our children and all this transgender movement all this uh I call them the acronym group, the LGBT movement or whatever. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff, all of this is a spirit of deception. Mm-hmm. The CRT, all this this rise of racism all of a sudden again, and and trying to divide. It's a spirit of deception. And, and here's, here's why I even state that. What does that have to do with the word of God? Because it is a mind training exercise, if you will. Mm-hmm. It is Uh, a preparation for the attack on the Word of God.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: See, when you start accepting things and you start saying these things are okay that are contrary to the Word of God, well, then you find yourself in a dilemma. Mm -hmm. So it's not a big attack on the Word of God just yet as far as uh, just blatant. I mean, we are seeing are yeah. sin, right. you know. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm not contradicting what I said in the beginning when we were talking about verse nine and ten. But th- this movement is a movement of deception, and a move. if you look at it, everything they're doing, the things that, that's being done, is contrary to what the Word of God says. Mm-hmm. Is contrary to God's word, to His commandment. Right. And and the thing is, is when you get a mass. Group and you get that movement uh, solidified in people's lives and accepted. There's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for. When you get that movement accepted and and embraced, mm-hmm. to where we say it's okay to, uh, you know that that it, uh, uh, two men getting married is okay, or the whole gender thing is okay. That's fine. Yes, we okay. That's real. We believe that. We we believe that this or, or, you know, the things they say. When you get to a place of accepting all of all of that stuff that's going that they're pushing that agenda, well, then it comes a point to, okay, well, your Bible that you follow it says God made them male and female.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, now you're in a now you have a a problem.
1: Right now you have a dilemma.
0: Oh, yeah, I accepted that they say, you know, that a man can actually be a woman. Mm. And a woman can actually be a man. And and I accepted that, and I I felt like it was okay that there are multiple genders or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the Word of God says he made them male and female. Right. Well, now there's a limit. So what am I going to do? Am I going to recant And, and say, well, no, I'm standing on the Word of God." Or am I going to begin to start questioning the Word of God, half God said?
1: Right. Right.
0: So you, you, you I, I hope I'm not going too far out on this. But what I'm trying to say with what's happening in our world today is it is trying to get immoral, ungodly things accepted so that the full... On attack or assault on the word of God can now be embraced by the greater population, so that then they can start saying, "Okay, if you're preaching against homosexuality, you're breaking the law. If you're preaching against this or that, you're breaking the law."
1: Right. No, I it makes sense. It does, and and I think that we must be careful that we when we talk about this. This is a, a a. subject that was that's sensitive right because of emotion it's a very sensitive subject and i don't think that it, we should stray away from it we should shy away from it i think we need to have conversation about it but our message to anyone who might listen to this and and have family members like myself i have family members who are a part of that um mm-hmm. community where you know, my, I have family who is gay, um, you know, yeah, if I could just come right out real. and tell you. And so it's not a hate message, okay, just to be clear. Not at all. Um, and if it was, then we're not real Christians, right? Our message is not right. not hate the sinner. Our message is hate the sin, love the sinner, okay? Amen. Love them to the cross, but just because you love someone or just because um, of how someone makes you feel they're again, going back to the emotion doesn't mean that it's biblically correct. It doesn't mean that it lines up with the word of God. And so we're not saying that someone who has lived a homosexual lifestyle cannot be saved. We're saying that they need to be saved. They need, they, and that the deception that is so prevalent in today's society. And you could you could take this many, many angles. It's not just about the homosexual community because that's no greater a sin than someone going in and stealing stuff from a store, right? There's no, we're sin not, sin we're not weighing sin. Uh, but we're talking about the things that are very prevalent in today's society. But to, to further the point, um, I just had a recent episode with pastor uh, Daniel McKillop. Um, and we talked about, um, how all of these things are really not an attack on us but it's a ta- it's an attack on God right we right. we are in the crossfire because we are associated with God and we stand on his word we are vessels of you know that house him but the only reason the devil is interested in you is because he sees either a your potential or he sees that you are filled with the spirit of God and he's his whole ploy is to attack god that that's right. what it is he the devil is playing the same games he's played for thousands of years and that has always been to ascend above god to be like him and to be the 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 you know to be god that's what he wants and so if you are housing the spirit of god inside of you and you are a child of god then by default you're an enemy right so right. And just because we're children of God, born again of the water and of the spirit, doesn't mean that we automatically default to, well, anybody who's not like me is going straight to hell. No, that's why we're teaching the word of God is so that people don't go to hell so that they can learn. You don't have to be deceived anymore. And God can forgive you and will forgive you and will restore and redeem you. That's the whole message.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if I can be. Clear as as well, bro. Is I'm not. You know, I just I echo or, or uh, what you what you just said. You know, it, it's not uh, sin is sin. It's point blank, and, and the only reason I even, uh, I guess, brought that using and that's why I kept. You know, I, I keep kind of stuttering a little bit because it is very sensitive, and I'm mm-hmm. trying trying not to just come across as being you know rash and. You know, or, but at the same time, truth is truth. Right. You know, and and that agenda is being pushed very hard now. Mm-hmm. And, and I see where I can kind of, you, if you look at it, you can see where it's going. And it's just like the whole, I mean, think about it. All right, let's go to a man and a woman. Uh, a lot of couples are living together and not being married. Uh, married. That's not right either. Right. That agenda was pushed, and you know, and, and kind of grew more and more. And you know, people didn't think about it much because it was a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. So you know, but at the same time, I mean, if you're living together and, and having and fornicating, mm-hmm. another thing that the Bible talks about. Once again, it's sin. So not we're not saying that you know homosexuality is a the ultimate sin. Right. No, it's it's just sin. It's sin. It's sin. And and that's the agenda that's being pushed now. And, you know, and that's where I see uh, even stronger where, you know, some agendas will really contradict the Word of God even more so. And And all of this together is going to come to a head where it's going to be where you see your mainstream people pushing, okay, the Word of God is invalid. The Word of God is too rigid or the Word of God is
1: too offensive,
0: mm-hmm. you know? Right. And, I mean, the word of God is truth and, is. and truth shall make you free. So, uh,
1: and so in talking about sin, right? Verse 12 mm-hmm. and because iniquity sin, right? Your sin, my sin, everybody's sin mm-hmm. because sin shall abound. The love of many shall wax cold. The, The sin that we see in the world today is the result of sin. Sin breeds sin. Absolutely. Right? That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. And so if you, you know, my pastors always told me just as simple as this, you put good in, good's going to come out. You put bad in, bad's going to come out. That's just the way it works. And so right. the scripture is clear here, because iniquity abounds, because there's so much sin in the world, then the love of many will wax cold. That means that people are going to hate one another. Right. It's just that's the result. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a lost King, and dying world. Go ahead. Yeah. New
0: King James Version calls that lawlessness.
1: Mm.
0: You know, because lawlessness uh, will abound, mm-hmm. uh, the love of many will grow cold. Right. Um, you know, and, and I think we, I don't remember if this was part one we talked about or when we, the first, the second attempt at part two, you and I talked about this. Mm-hmm. But this love will will grow cold, will wax cold. And we are seeing that so much. I mean, when you look around and you see things that's, that's happening and people watch, and don't intervene. I, I, you know, I know I shared this with you. Now I believe it was in when we attempted this before. Uh, but, you know, there was, uh, I think it was New York or New Jersey somewhere where, you know, uh, a lady was attacked. And instead of somebody helping her, they were just videoing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I mean, and, and then you, you see all the things that are happening. It's, it's, there's no compassion for humanity. No. No. Uh, I'm not going to say there's no, because there are still good people in the world. Don't get me wrong. There are still good people that care and stuff like that, but you can see it growing more and more. You see more and more of people not caring, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, right. And, uh, and and it, it, you just, it it becomes a, a, it's, you know, with today's technology, it becomes a fad or a challenge even um, you know there's there's all these challenges with TikTok and all this junk oh, yeah. and and you know so the challenge may be to to do harm to someone else in in the name of just having fun, but that's mm-hmm. not what it is. And the devil would love for you to believe that oh it's you know you're just having fun. God will understand and he's gonna he loves you and 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 so you're still gonna make it into his kingdom. Uh, you don't have to do all that. You know, you don't have to follow all those rules that those crazy apostolics follow you. You know, God's going to, he loves you too much to send you to hell. Well, I beg to differ. I beg to differ because I say, and many others say that God loves you enough to let you spend an eternity away from him. If that's what you so choose to do, he will not force you into his presence. And so, if we spend our whole lives here on this earth running from God and trying to, you know, follow after the things of the world, He's not going to force us into His presence for eternity. He wouldn't love us if He did. Yeah. Well, He wouldn't be a God. He gave us choice, right?
0: You know, He would. You know, it wouldn't be free will. Mm. People want to, you know, they talk about free will. It wouldn't be free will if He forced us.
1: Right. into heaven
0: to spend with him when he don't. And besides, God don't send us to hell. He gives us a, a, a clear plan of how to to follow him, how to know him, how to live for him, mm-hmm. how to make it to heaven. And if we reject that, God doesn't send us to hell. Our own actions That's right. will bring upon judgment. That's right. I mean, you know, a man a man goes out and commits horrendous crimes uh, you know, when, when the judgment is passed, it, it, he passed the judgment on himself.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Basically, the judge just declares it.
1: Yeah, God's never saying. You no, know, The
0: evidence shows
1: it. He's never sent any human to hell.
0: Right. No human.
1: Right. Now, hell was created. Go ahead. Tell it. <laughs> go ahead and tell it. <laughs> hey, I know we, you know it.
0: Hey, we, yeah, we were, we were saying the same thing there. Hell wasn't created for us. <laughs> it was created for the devil and all the fallen angels. That's right. You know?
1: It was not. And so, so people, people, you know. Ignorantly, there again, it's just unknowing. I don't mean that they're stupid. Right. They're unknowing. Right. They don't understand what they're saying. They say, well, you know, wow, if God was such a loving God, why would he send people to hell? Well, you're wrong. You haven't studied the Bible. He's yeah. never sent anyone to hell, no person. <laughs> uh, it's right. not created for you. And, and he went so, to Calvary. He went to
0: Calvary. Calvary was to give us a way back to hell. That's right. So we wouldn't go to hell. Right. So he gave us a bridge to walk across, to walk yeah. on, yeah. you know, to get back to heaven, to get back to God, right? So we could just be in heaven yes. with God. Like you yes. were saying, yes. I, I mean, catch you off like you were saying, hell yeah. wasn't created for us.
1: That's right. That's right. And so here we have in, in the world we're looking at today. Now we're talking about the signs of his coming, but all these things, the craziness of the world, is the is part of the signs.
0: It's it's a sign.
1: It's part of the signs, right? So, as as I see it right now, you've got two sides, right? You've got people who are on God's side. They're they're studying, reading. They're doing the best that they can. No man is perfect. We understand that, but and we all fall short of the glory of God. But we've got those who are obedient okay. to the Scripture, and then those who are not. And so right. verse 13 takes us into this next part of the conversation. But he that shall endure to the end, the same right. shall be saved. There's so much being said right there. He that endures until the end. So there's an endurance on our part. It's not just believe and, and make it, do whatever you want in this life, and God's going to love you and let you in anyway. Jesus himself said, He that endures to the end. That tells right. me that there's going to be some people who won't endure and won't make it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right? So, so what's your thoughts right. about that? Well, that endured,
0: you know, it, it, uh, Paul said, I ran my, I ran the course, I ran the race, I fought a good fight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I don't, I don't think he meant, you know, uh, a physical, right? But it was a, uh, in other words, he stay faithful. He stay consistent. Right, and and that's what that scripture said: "He who endures, he who is staying faithful, and staying consistent." And that's why, you know, I, I preached the other night, um, or here, yeah, yeah, last week, and um, you know, and I talked about that consistency, and I talked about um, then there was quite a bit of talk about but you know being faithful being consistent it, it helps you to get stronger sure because when you think of the word well let's just think about endurance all right when you look at a fighter you know you remember uh, it was a few years ago I think I preached it there at Rafford um, a fighter's mentality I believe so and I brought out I, I had a, a yeah, I brought a jump rope, some oh, yeah. boxing gloves yes, yes, and all of that, and I talked about the life of a boxer. Mm-hmm. You know, One of the biggest things that, uh, from what I understand and, and from my time when I was younger, I did some boxing training and stuff, but a lot of the stuff we did was building our endurance. Yeah. A lot of jump ropes, a lot of running, a lot of running, a lot of jump ropes, a lot of jump ropes, a lot of running. (laughs) You know, (laughs) the point of it was it was building endurance. Right. A lot of, you know, and and because when you get into the fight, when that boxer gets into the fight and, you know, and and he's going on in round one, he's probably strong and good to go. Two, three, round four, round seven, round nine, round 10. You're starting to wear down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that continual training that helps him to carry on through when 10 and 11 comes along and then finally round 12. The one who has really put forth the effort mm-hmm. and, and trained maybe the hardest and, and has really worked hard, uh, I would dare to say, is the one that has the better opportunity to prevail in the boxing. Right. You know, in in the fight because they're able to endure. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just about being able to take a a punch, but it's also about being able to stand and get back up and keep going. That's right. So he who endures to the end will be saved. I believe that that in order to endure, we are going to have to be consistent. Yeah. And we're going to have to be faithful to reading, to praying, to, to going to church. I mean, so many want to say, you know, we've heard this. You know, I don't have to go to church to be saved. Okay, I do. You know, yeah.
1: because. <laughs> Teach me how. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I don't know how to do it and, and not go to church.
0: Yeah, I, I don't either. Because this was something I was talking about the other you know when I uh, preached here recently. is, You know, at the church is where I get strength, it's the church is where I get encouragement, it's where I learn. More about the Word of God. It's where I hear the priest's Word of God, and yes, I can. I do study the Word of God at mm-hmm. home. I do read the, the Word of God at home. Mm-hmm. I do listen to and worship, and listen to good music and worship and pray, and you know, and I, I do those things. And I have some great Holy Ghost times, just me by myself, along with the Lord. But it's it. You know what? When God made Adam, mm-hmm. why did he? Why didn't he just stop there? He says it is good, and, and I know I'm, I'm going to stretch this a little bit. But he said it's good that man shouldn't dwell alone. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, called his fleet to follow Adam, put out a bone, or put out a bone, gave her eat, gave him Eve. Here's the point I'm getting at. Even God said it's not good for man to dwell alone. That's right. Now I understand there he was, you know, making husband and wife. I get it. But the point is, it's still not. The Bible also said that no man is an island to himself. Mm-hmm. So we're not to, we need other people. Yeah. So I need the, I need the church because the church is going to help me get strength and it's going to help me to endure to the end because I, you know, without the proper quote unquote training, mm-hmm. if you will,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that being, you know, being in worship services and hearing the preached word of God and being in prayer meetings and, you know, Bible studies and, and just fellowshipping with, with, you know, other saints and brothers and sisters and, having talks like these and things like it, all of that strengthens you it will help you to endure to the end.
1: Amen. Very well said. Very well said. Uh, Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Man. We've got to get that. We need one another. Even more. Yeah. Amen. So I want to try to get through at least eight more verses, uh, uh okay. all right. <laughs> from, from verse eight. So we're going to try to get down to 16. <laughs> we, we, okay. who knows how many episodes we're going to have on this, but it's good. I really enjoy it. <laughs> so let's, let's jump down a little bit more. Uh, mm-hmm. verse number 14 and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations and then shall the end come. So here he gets to the meat of the subject. Right, He yeah. says, you want to know when I'm coming back? You're asking me when? He says, "Here, what, you know? what's going to be the signs? Here you go. He starts laying it all mm-hmm. out. Earthquakes, uh, pestilences, all these things. Yeah. False prophets. I mean, he just lays it all out. And he mm-hmm. says this, the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all nations. And then shall the end come. So you're going to see all these things happen and this is just going to let you know, Hey, that we're getting close. This is the, you know, it's, it's, it's heating up. We're getting closer and getting closer. It's kind of like a yeah. game we used to play as a a, a kid, you know, and I don't even remember exactly how it went, but I know, you know, yeah. you have your eyes closed and you're looking for somebody and they'd say, Oh, you're getting warmer. You're getting colder. Well, God's telling oh, us, really? you know, you're getting hotter, getting hotter. And then, and you finally find them. Well, God's obviously not playing games with us, but I use that as an analogy to say that he's telling all these things, saying, You're, you're getting closer, getting closer, getting closer. But when the gospel, the, which is the good news, when the good news of God coming in the man, uh, Jesus Christ, to save the world, when, the, when that gospel's preached to all nations, then shall the end come. And I don't want to stop there. I want to go on and then we'll talk about this for a minute. When you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation. Now, a lot of people are going to have their heads spin right here. I know I did when I first read this uh, years ago. I said, what in the world is that? Well, we're going to have, we're probably going to have to, have to dedicate a whole episode just to that. Right. <laughs>
0: to the, yeah. Right. But it
1: says, when you see this event and this event is called the abomination of desolation, Spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. When you see this happen, whoever reads it, let him hear and let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of wrap up today's lesson in these last few verses we've read. Um, okay. but I and and we're gonna have to come back again for part three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> what. Where are we at right now in getting the gospel to all nations? How how are we faring on that?
0: Well, uh, I find it quite interesting. If you go to Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost, Uh when the Holy Ghost was poured out, these men are not drunk as you suppose. There's a little small section in there that says that there was representation from every nation. Mm. Mm. So I find that interesting. Now, I'm not saying that the gospel was preached, because understand, Matthew 24, Jesus is still, Jesus has not yet been crucified at this Mm -hmm. point, and Mm -hmm. risen and glorified. And so he's telling them what's to come. But if you go to Acts chapter 2 and you read that, and, and you will find that, uh, it was preached to all nations, in a sense, if I'm reading and understanding it right. But that's just a little side note. I don't know 100% sure, but I do know this. I do know that our organization at Long has people in just about, I think it's, just, and it's, as far as we know, we have churches in every nation, except for maybe, I think the last I heard, and I may be wrong, uh, but I think it was two or three or four or It's very
1: 55. few. It's very few.
0: Yeah, it was very few. And even in those nations, there's not certain that there's not a church already there. It's just in some nations, because of you go back to Hades for his name's sake, and they'll kill you, they'll, you know, tribulations and all that, um, th- a lot of them cannot declare. I remember a missionary coming through one time years ago. And, uh, you know, of course, a lot of our services are recorded now on video. And we didn't record that service because if he got out, mm-hmm. if that video was seen by somebody in that country, then uh, matter of fact, it's coming back to me now. That's what the country I was talking about earlier, I believe they just had a fleece wrong. Oh, wow. I think he was one of the ones. And, and I don't, I'm not going to say the country's name. Um, but but the point is, I, we're very close to that. If if and I'm not necessarily saying actually what I read in Acts chapter two, is that I just find it interesting,
1: right? But interesting point.
0: If you look at it today, I mean, obviously, you know, we're still here, right? So maybe there's more to it. Uh, but we're very close today because yeah. we've got you know churches in almost every nation now. But then the United nations. Yeah. We have a UPC pastor. He's the pastor of the UN. They call it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, he's teaching uh, Bible studies and holding church mm-hmm. where representatives from every nation, one of our elders, brother stonekey has testified yep. to the United nations. Yes. I,
1: I mean, I,
0: bro, I think if we are not there, and we are just right that close right. you know
1: i i agree 100% i think that we are we are nearing the return i really do i don't just it's say so that cool. and i know that people have uh, people have made argument and said you know any day now the lord's come back they've said that for several hundred years now but right and i think that a lot of that is hope you know a lot of yeah. that is is tied up in, in, and wrapped up in hope Um, we have this blessed hope and we want it. We want to be with Jesus. We want him to come back and for him to establish his kingdom on earth. Um, We we want these things. And so people for hundreds of years, thousands of years have longed for this. And, and even the disciples, when Jesus was standing with them, when are you coming back? You know, they wanted him right now. Um, So it's, I don't think it's wrong to desire his kingdom come, but you have to read the book. You have to understand what it says, and and many of these things, many of the things that the Bible says will take place. I mean, we look at the the mark of the beast and and right. one world governmental system that's going, going to take place in the end time. These things could not have taken place until the birth of the internet. I mean, and and that's right. this is my opinion, and I'm sure that somebody else may have an opinion, but in my opinion. These things could not have happened unless until we had the birth of the internet to allow a global one world system to be born from. Um, and so all these things from the nineties moving forward are, we're, we're, speeding up. We're getting closer and closer to that, to that fever pitch where it's going to happen and, and prophecy will be fulfilled and we will see the return of the Lord Jesus Christ to the earth And man, when that happens, what a glorious day. What a glorious
0: day that will be. Yeah, the world has gotten so much smaller since the internet. I mean, well, you and I are sitting here looking at each other on video. Sure. You're in Virginia and I'm in South Carolina. Um, In my job, I I do conference call and I talk to people on teams in Germany. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, and so it's nothing. And, from very not just Germany but various different countries sometimes in some of our meetings you know so the, the point that I'm, I'm getting at is just just agreeing with what you just said I mean the, the birth of the internet has really sped things up
1: right you know and, and you got to think about this I haven't even brought this up and and the disciples dialogue is really a still a small podcast we're not um we're only eight months old and and so I'm but I will tell you that we are in five countries right now. We, I know that we've got the you know listeners in the United States, Canada, um, we've got listeners in Russia, we've got listeners in um, a couple of others uh, Germany, we've got listeners in a couple of other places as well. Um, and so the gospel is is not hard to get out to the world now. I mean I can Not press a all. button and this will go out all over the world, anywhere you know, God knows who's gonna listen to it. And so and I'm just a small part of, of God's kingdom and doing mm-hmm. this. And so you've got many other people who are um adding to this and getting the gospel out. It won't take long to to see these right. these prophecies fulfilled.
0: Yeah. You know, there's some pastors that are uh pastoring I think it's uh brother Woodward, Brother Raymond Woodward doesn't he, he pastors through the internet churches in other countries or something may, like that. Maybe eh? I'm not sure. Uh, he's a, maybe a bishop for him or, or, or something. I remember, um, I was listening to one of his messages and I think he was talking about that. But anyway, uh, you know, he, he's influencing in those churches and he's, uh, a big help to those churches. And I've heard of other people doing the same thing. Other sure. churches, uh, in our, our church, we had, uh, someone watching, amazing story that, just to validate what you just what you just said, bro, we have somebody from Spain watching our service. Wow. In little old Greer, South Carolina. Yeah. You know, somebody from Spain was watching our service, contacted us. Our pastor's son, his oldest son and daughter-in-law, they are missionaries in Spain right now. Contacted our church. Mm-hmm. We put them in touch with uh with uh, brother Corey and, and sister Don BB in Spain. Mm-hmm. They taught them about a study. They ended up getting baptized, and I Praise think they were even still with the Holy Ghost. I mean, that's that the internet.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah.
0: that wasn't knocking on the door. That was the internet.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? I, I'm I'm telling you, bro. Awesome. Oh. These 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 times are interesting. I want to endure to the end. I want to hold Amen. on. And if anybody's listening to this and you and you're, you you're tired, you're weary, you're, you feel like giving up, I'm telling you, endure. Hold on. Get some endurance yeah. about yourself. Pray. Lift yourself up. You know, the uh, the Bible says to encourage yourself in the Lord and and don't be weary in well-doing, for we know that we shall reap if we faint not. That's what the scripture teaches Amen. us. Well, Brother Hall, we uh we got a little further, but we've got a long a way further. to go. So we will We'll be coming back together again shortly, and we'll uh, get another eight verses in, and and eventually we'll get Sounds through good. this through this chapter. Amen.
0: Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We'll we'll eventually get through it. Yeah. <laughs> can, <laughs> I, can I just say one more yeah. thing? Yeah. You know, I, I know uh, in these conversations that we're we're looking at the things going on in world in the world, or you know, in, in uh, and, and we're comparing it to what the Word of God says. And some of the things is hard to talk about. Some of the things are difficult. Mm-hmm. Some of the things are difficult to, to even accept at times. But the main thing is, look, if I can encourage anybody, look to the Word of God.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: is, you know, that is our salvation is His Word, right? Uh, and, and that is the start of our salvation is His Word. And, and so if I can just encourage anybody, Yes, cleave to the Word, cleave to it. You know, eat it, so to speak. You know, uh, in other words, get it in you. uh, That comes through reading and studying it. So just, you know, just just fall in love with Jesus, in love with His Word, and hang on to it.
1: That's right, Amen. Well, Brother Hall, thank you so much for joining me Uh, again. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to sit down and talk about the great things of God. Can't wait to have you back on again and and we're gonna have a great time. If I can make a quick plug for a couple of things that God is doing and and I'm just grateful to be a part of. Um, I never I never really uh, promote the, the 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 website that we have but you can go to thedisciplesdialogue.com We have merch, we have some information, uh, you know, and it's actually about to be rebuilt. So we're going to have a lot of new things coming there. Um, I am working with several other podcasters, um, all apostolic ministers. We are starting in January. Every Friday, we're going to be getting together and recording sessions. Um, It's going to be called Table Talk uh, so look for that. You can find it on social media accounts. Uh, Brother Brandon M. Crooker has put this together. And so I will be a guest speaker there. And so go, go follow that and uh, and just really enjoy. Get, uh, get a hold of all the content you can to further your relationship with God. And until next time, we pray that you're blessed. We can't wait to see what God is going to do. And we thank you for listening And we pray that God keep you and watch over you until the next time we can come together. In Jesus name, be blessed.